Take 12. Okay. So this next guest, and he's still on me. <laughs> he's Shiloh. Still me. Shiloh. As soon he's, as I start talking. See, this dog loves This dog boys. wants to be in the pot. This dog just, Shiloh, he thinks my feet are talking. Our next guest on the pod is a friend of mine that I met. By just pure happenstance, like gigging in New York, meeting different people. That's essentially kind of like what we talk about. He has an EP out called Hardly Recognizable uh, on Spotify. You should definitely check it out. Bump it. I'm especially a fan of his last track and it's called on and on and it's just that was one of my favorites too it's one of my, it's just so good i think he performed the surface for me uh he's very special to me because my first my debut show uh ever as like a rapper it was like my coming out party as a rapper in new york city at rockwood music hall he was the first one on the show man he opened the show with the surface and you gotta go bump his stuff to understand exactly where i'm coming from he's like uh, he describes himself as uh, along the lines of the Billy Joel and Freddie Mercury, yeah, Paul Simon, and his music. It doesn't disappoint. Like you can really see the influences, and also be able to sample what a great human he is. And uh, we had a great conversation, and we urge that you just listen to it. It's like it's it's it's, it's a blast. And his name is Mike Tedesco. He's very special to me because now Shiloh's biting my lip. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> hold on. We're gonna, we're I gonna, I'm gonna take care. Come on, Shiloh. Come on. God love says I'm more like a ghost. Cause some days I see her, but most days I don't know. I don't mean to. We literally just talk, and then we probably we crack so we a joke. Start it right now. We track. We, we always crack a joke about yeah. starting the pod. I don't know. And I'm then not ready. instead of deleting it, I keep it in and make our audience listen Wait. to it. <laughs> what? Can we can we start over? Yeah, let's start let's over. Start. Okay, so yeah, it's so. Like I said, this is his first pod. Pop of the pod. Pop of the pod. And we can pod. just see, maybe we'll see how we sound. We'll be pretty, we'll be pretty close. To, we're going to see. Dude, that's a good. How close, how close we can be. Are you and I going to be? Oh, nice, man. So yeah. we're, we're aiming in I'm here. totally comfortable. Excellent. Comfortable. <laughs> that's what we want. We want here. I'll, we get, want. Right, I'll get right up. We're just you. up close and, and personal. Put it in your mouth. 
<laughs> oh, he's licking my foot and it's tickling so much. Oh god, how am I supposed to talk about any? How are any yeah. of us supposed to talk about anything? Yeah, I don't think that student. I don't think she learned anything because she oh, just kept touching. So, so I don't know if I have a student. I might have a new dog. I might have <laughs> that it's pays like, hey. you. She pays you to sit your dog. Hey, come on, dude. That's when you know you have a cute dog when people pay you to sit. It. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, come on here. Come get a lesson. How awesome that be. Right. Oh it's like goodness. paying me to come Would play with my dog. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because the thing is, is like if you do it for a few months, you come back, you don't have to do other gigs. You can actually just throw your money into and your, plus because you're music making. You're Honestly, covered with food. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, covered with food. and lodging. Good pay too, right? Really good pay. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting paid uh, four figures a week. Holy shit! I like. Yeah. Any figures right about now. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. That would actually, yeah. I mean. Low yeah. four figures a week. But like, you see what I'm saying, right? I know. Yeah. And if you leave and you have five okay. figures worth of money. Oh like, my God. More than I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I've heard of this alleged five. <laughs> five <laughs> figures. I can't. Well, we're musicians. I can only see, get up to four. Yeah. That's so five figures. That's even, yeah. Yeah. That's pushing it. That's nice for a gig when you get up to It's enough to move to LA. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, and not have to suck dick. Dude. <laughs> for money. Wait, you, you stopped? <laughs> you stopped? I'm keeping Yo, this party I, rolling. That's, that's, why, that's why I, le- that's that's why I left New York, man. I was just tired of it, man. <laughs> it's a choice. Just like, <laughs> hey, you do what you gotta do. You got like, you do what you gotta do. Struggling, man. man and <laughs> you I'm know, just, I'm trying to fulfill the bit. But the dog rediscovered <laughs> my feet. feet. I'm gonna go get that toy, dog. Oh, oh man, we're good. We so what do you guys do? Start so just like one, two, three. We literally two, just talk, and then we probably we crack so we a joke. Start it right now. We track. We we always crack a joke yeah. about starting the pod. I don't know. And I'm then not ready. instead of deleting it, I keep it in and make our audience listen Wait. to it. <laughs> what can we can we start over? Yeah, let's start let's over. Start. Okay, so. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Faking Notes podcast. Podcast, podcast. This feels good. better. It feels yeah, better yeah, than the original. Time. This is this much is like an original. Uh, I think intro. all of it creates a gazamkinsvik of just. Did you bless you? Thank yeah. you. <laughs> but anyway, guys, we have Mike Tedesco in the house. Uh, hey. One of my really good friends from New York City, and it's true. We met. I'm just curious. It was with Lisa Kerner, right? It was, yeah. I was just talking to Trevor last night about how crazy it was that I met you. Because, like, if I hadn't done one simple thing in the beginning, (laughs) (laughs) that... If I hadn't yes. made that, if I hadn't done that in the mirror, there would be no just us. over, there would be no there, us. We wouldn't have no. met without no, that dog toy. <laughs> so I was telling Trevor about this back when I was at Juilliard. I did this and follow the thread. Okay, it's like serial killer, like connections, yeah. thumbtack board, crazy. <laughs> I was with a friend of mine, Sarah Kenner. We did a uh, Insta meet, okay. one of the first Insta meets at New York in yeah. New York City. Uh, at Juilliard, and this guy named Jeff Ong, friend of the pod, uh, he came all the way from Boston because he was in Berkeley at the time to hang out with yeah. me and Sarah and a bunch of the other Instagrammers. Yeah. It was an honor. We hung out, got to know each other a little bit better. He then maybe a year later does a tour mm-hmm. uh, from like Boston and like the New England area and goes down to New York. 
I believe it was in Brooklyn. And then their opener was Lisa. Oh, damn. And then I, like, talked to Lisa. We became friends and talking. It's like, we should do music together. She hit me up for the show we did at Rockwood. Immediately. And that's <laughs> how we met. That's amazing. It's so crazy yeah. how just one... Okay. Yeah, it's true. Turn into friendship. It's it's totally true, and I feel like, and also she's incredible. By the way, I I miss her dearly. I do yeah, too. <laughs> I really I do. do. Too. She's in, she's incredible. She's an incredible singer songwriter, and um, it is amazing how. And even like with that's what I find like with gigs too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's you can always kind of trace a line back to how you got that gig or how you met this person. It's from another gig before that you're doing, and somebody heard you, and they're like, hey. You know, we want you to play here. And then you get this gig by doing that. At least that's how it's worked for me. A lot of it hasn't been so much like going out to certain places to find gigs or, you know, it's like you play one thing, somebody asks you to do something else. You meet a musician, you go to an open mic. Yeah. You meet somebody, you know, same and thing with Lisa, which I'm trying to think of how I... How did you meet the, her? I yeah. actually cannot even remember how I met her. I, it may have been... God, I may have seen... She would, she would probably know better than I. I have a terrible memory. It's incredible. I tell when we go and talk to people about careers, for some reason, they ask us to do that. <laughs> One of the wildest things. That's weird, right? Even it's looking, like because we haven't quit. Yeah. It's, like, they're like, can you talk about it? Yeah. It's like since you're, since you're so still true. in the game, right? It's like, like four years later and <laughs> wait, no matter how hard, job? <laughs> no matter how hard we try, you're still here. What? Um, yeah. But like a cockroach. That's a real thing. I'll, I'll tell everyone to, you know, do the thing, go out there, talk to someone because you never know who's going to help you. And it's the right thing to do to make friends. But one of my strong points is go out, talk to these people. You never know who's going to help you. Why? Because that's how all of my career has been. It sounds Mm -hmm. like you have so many moments, you too, Drew. Oh, totally, man. And thinking about all these, these people, at least looking at it, it's kind of wild. It's rarely been a best friend who's even helped me out. I mean, they're close yeah. and support, you know, best friend stuff. But often some of like the best gigs, best jobs, mm-hmm. life altering things have been that random person who you were just nice to in the hallway. Oh, totally. Yeah. And even even further, even like just on a level of like, I mean, it's, it could be like life altering in the sense that like I'm here, I would not be here if I didn't play that Lisa gig and meet you. Yeah, you know what I mean, 100%. And, and even just, you know, making friends, being friends with people, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, it's, it's just unreal. I mean, the things that come out of, you know, yeah. making one. It's, it, I, I, think, I think it's also kind of like, it speaks to who we are as animals. <laughs> you know, humans among the different mammals, we were the ones that worked together. Mm-hmm. We like get together and we collaborate. Yeah. Like that's one of the things that we're genetically coded to do. And if you look at people who are the most successful in the industries, you know, the Clarence Avons and, you know, the, the Quincy Joneses of the world, yeah. it's because they have these deep connections. They work yeah. really hard, but then they're really open to other people. Yeah. They have their own tribes. They have their, yeah. they have entire tribes. Yeah. And there's, well, Reading that book by Seth Godin. Hey, shout, out. shout out. Shout out. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. <laughs> yeah. Tribes. What were, you, what were you saying? No, I was just saying it's just nice to be surrounded by, you know, people who you admire too, you know, who musically yeah. you admire. Mm-hmm. Um, 
who are better than you, you know? I yeah. mean, who you, who you look up Every to. Every day. I mean, yeah, man. I mean, it's, 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 it's not just even better. It's different, different. too. Because, yeah. like, you For and sure. I have really different yeah. musical approaches. But totally. I'm so fascinated, especially with your mixtape. Shout out. We both listen. Uh, sorry, not mixtape. Your EP. Sorry. Yeah. Came out with an translate. <laughs> the actual, you wouldn't want to hear. I'm going to bars, though. You, wanna, you got yeah. bars, yeah. man. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bleep that out. I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> Your, I love uh, it. your EP. I'll take, I actually EP. prefer, I'd prefer mixed it. Let's call it mixed Yeah, I like that. I, I, I was really most touched by your last, uh, your last track, On and On. Thanks, and I, man. I wanted to hear a little bit more. What was the inspiration behind that? <laughs> like, oh, God. Was, that's, was, I mean, that, that's was cool that a personal I mean, story? Like, yeah, I mean, or, like any, okay. you know. I don't want to get I mean, no, it's not good. We don't, no, it's, I mean, there's, you know, like any... Uh, good song. It always comes from a, 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 a relationship. Yeah. yeah, you know, a, yeah. <laughs> it's always a, a broken heart in some way. Is is but, that is that how you, you know? Do you write songs about your life, or is it? Yeah, I mean, I think my songwriting. Well, my my songwriting is pretty is is quite personal. Um, okay, but it's not always necessarily my experience. It's sometimes me uh, placing myself in somebody else's shoes or like what I, yeah. you know, uh, it's, it's a lot of just contemplating, but it, uh, of my own life, you know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of, I feel like a lot of my songs come out of a place of, uh, if it's not about a relationship, it's a lot of, uh, you know, what am I going to be? What is my purpose? Mm-hmm. Why am I, I feel like I'm constantly struggling and fighting <laughs> with myself. It's a lot mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, personal, I'm always you know, struggling. Dude, struggles I'm trying to get over. But that's the beauty of life. Yeah. <laughs> and well, it's nice to be able to write about it. You know, yeah. I mean, it helps me. Yeah. Um, you know, I definitely feel most comfortable when I'm writing or when I'm performing the songs rather than like, I mean, even right now it's great, but I'm still like a, a little uncomfortable always in my own skin yeah. outside of the music, outside of the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a nice way for me to, I don't know, try to understand myself. You know, because yeah. I feel like we're way mm-hmm. more, all of us are way more similar than we think. I mean, I, we're constantly like, why well, is this no, just me? I know, this is just I, my problem. I see you know? and hear myself in your music. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks, a lot man. of things that well, I've felt before, too. Yeah, and I mean, I think my biggest goal is to just, I mean, I want to be able to make people feel something the way that the artist that I look up to made me feel. Just to connect, to make me feel like I'm, you know, not that you're not alone, but, because we're not. But, I don't know, I, I, I just want to... I want to be able to, to to express what I'm feeling and, and know that somebody else is, you know, potentially that they possibly feel the same way and they can yeah. feel that way just by listening, you know, which is nice. And I think that's authenticity. Yeah. That bell. Shout, shout out shout to out. our previous <laughs> guest. We're going to just give shout outs to all our guests because yes. I think it's it's nice having you in here after we've had a couple of guests because we've had a songwriter, a kind of producer who wrote his own songs, did his own thing. Chris Hendricks, right? Yep. So we've had yeah. Chris and, and then we've Matt. had and then Jeremy. And we've Jeremy had uh, several yeah. people on here who've come from different walks of life, different backgrounds, and somewhat different approaches, but almost everyone is coming in and just doing something that's personal. Oh, totally. And well, authentic. And I think piggybacking off Drew, just listening through this most recent EP mm-hmm. and some of your previous songs, one thing I liked is you can tell it's personal it's going to speak to a lot of people while still being Thanks. detailed. And I like that you mentioned a moment ago referencing kind of your inspirations and in that they did. Because mm. I see even in your, your bio, yeah, 
one of the top things you put up there, it's after your, your name, you know, who you are. Yeah. You put your inspirations at the top. Yeah. It's not buried in the middle. It's not at the end. You come out and you're, I, I know, Paul Simon, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. You're laying down, Billy Joel, all yeah. these heavy hitters. Yeah. And when I was yeah. listening to like On and On, I, I felt them. That in a great like, way. Thank you. Yeah. In a great way. I was like, oh, he's continuing. Banger, he's continuing yeah, that's, oh, that's the, the legacy. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's <clears throat> that's kind of Freddie, Mer- Freddie Mercury, but it's not. That's really Which nice. is Mike. Yeah. Which is, I think, just, yeah, I try to give it's the highest compliment. Thank you, you so much. You've done Thank them you. justice. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for them. Calculus questions we'd like to uh, That would not be. Uh, you oh, said no, something about like, well, you said I, I, that your music is sometimes inspired by other people. And then that, but sorry, I'm trying to really articulate this in real time. Yeah. So I was having some thoughts on the way over here about kind of like the creative process. Cause I've never written, I mean, I've written a couple of songs, mm-hmm. but it's hard to feel inspired. And a lot of that insecurity from not feeling the inspiration is yeah. to fill it with education. Fill it with, yeah. let me learn new skills. Let me learn guitar. Let yeah. me learn how to code or let me do this. But as I was driving over here for the first time in recent memory, I didn't play music. I didn't listen to a podcast. Yeah. I just drove. Nice. Isn't that and wild? In, in silence. <laughs> and before long, it took 10 minutes and I was starting to just rap and I was just yeah. starting to write. And I was like, huh? Because I was thinking awesome. about my life. Yeah. I was contemplating. Right. I, was, I wasn't 
filling it with information and noise. Yeah. It was quiet. Dude, well, I, that's is so that, funny. That so, oh you my God, it? man. Well, okay. it's not even how I do it. It's just how I'm made. <sighs> I, I actually, huh. it's a, and I just mean in the sense that like I live in solitude, you know what yeah, I mean? And like, I too. crave solitude. I crave, you know, I enjoy, you know, even the fact that I'm here, like being al- alone, you know, on this mm-hmm. trip from, you know, from New York, I'm here now and just wandering around. I, I need that. And I think at least the way that I work, it's also, you know, my mind is constantly racing, at, you know, overanalyzing things and being a little too, uh, oh, just, just psychotic, I think, <laughs> you know, basically. <laughs> just in, and in the sense so that I mean that, like, I always feel like it's my weakness. I'm like, I spend, yeah. hours, like, sometimes I find myself just like laying in bed for hours and I'm like thinking about my life, you know, and like, yeah. what am I doing? But there's no noise. And, but a lot of, yeah. you know, so that, to me is a weakness of mine. I'd like to be doing more than, you know, a lot of times I find myself just like thinking and just sitting. But I will That's say great. that I think a lot of the way that I'm able to write is because I have so many moments of where there is no noise. It's just me and my thoughts constantly. Mm-hmm. And I try to embrace it as much as possible. Sometimes, usually to the point where it hurts me in the sense that, you know, you just start to you know, you balance it. Yeah. yeah, right. But then, you, I, but then I think that's, you know, me being like over, uh, you know, maybe a little too critical on myself because then yeah. you make a record, you know, and then you write songs and, yeah. you, and, and then you, so it's not. I think you should just, you, you need to hang out with us more because me and Drew are always talking <laughs> about, opposite. we both consume way too, way much, too media. much media. I'm a, addicted to articles now. Oh, that's, yeah. And like See, I wish long form I was like any, that, though. And so, so I, if I'm not you were like trying. That? I wish I was. I'm saying oh, sorry. Oh, I mean, I'm just oh, saying. No, 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 no. I would like, <laughs> turn it off. I was an addict. For instance, uh, yeah. even it was the summer kind of between grad school, so I made sure to go home to North Carolina because I knew I'd never be coming back, I, and yeah. so I'm gonna go live. You know, be you're, with the parents. Like Oregon Trail. I'll be around them. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to get dysentery and I was going to die. But if you rested for a week, you'd be okay. You'd get, you'd get healthy. <laughs> Somehow. Everybody did that. They always had grueling speed, but they never rested. You got to rest. rest. You got to rest. People get sick. That's you what you got to rest. No. But There's nothing fun about resting, man. There should be no game that involves resting. That's just no fun at all. I got that. Clara dies of cholera. Leave her. Get in the, leave her on the yeah. side of the road. Get, get in the wagon. Get in the wagon. Get to the wagon. That's amazing. But I I was back in North Carolina and and so there's it was you know there's surrounded by silence. I probably should have been practicing writing, but I didn't get almost anything accomplished that summer. But I still just read and consumed. I think Mm -hmm. even not having to leave and go to something, you'd figure you'd get some peace and quiet. It was almost like an allergic reaction to boredom. And I just remember distinctly, (laughs) distinctly one moment. Where I woke up and I, I realized I have a problem. I need to work on this this addiction. Mm. But what did I do? I wound up seven hours later. I realized that I had been spent the last seven hours reading about internet addiction on the internet. Listening to a podcast. And like all the sweet irony. Oh, I was reading through articles. I was clicking yeah. through, watching YouTube yeah. videos on how to cure my internet addiction. Yeah. yeah. On the internet. Yeah. Well, I mean, everything, you know, the internet's got all the solutions, man. (laughs) And that's the problem. So I'll find myself reading things. I I have no business learning. I don't watch baseball and Mm. I'll be reading about some baseball player and I'm like, why am I doing this? And I think it's, I don't know. I guess we haven't wordsmithed this yet, but it's an addiction or allergic to boredom where I freak out. And I wish we could 
we can merge into a superhuman nice. be, uh, with a balanced approach to life. We'd be too moderation. <laughs> We're not taking the Greek. We'd be too moderation. moderate. That'd be too <laughs> mediocre and everything. <laughs> you know, you know. I think there is a time. I'm like thinking about scheduling my time, being more disciplined. I follow David Goggins. Mm-hmm. If you don't know about him, he's like a former Navy SEAL, incredibly motivational man. He's an yeah. ultra marathoner. One of those. Um, but he's, he's talking about mental He's pure problems. alpha. Yeah. He's pure, yeah. He's like, but he doesn't, if you saw him on the street, you wouldn't think it. But when, as soon as he opens his mouth and speaks his truth, yeah. there he's had such a difficult life and he's learned how to become mentally tough yeah. through discipline. And I'm trying to be more disciplined in the way that I work out, in the way that yeah. I eat, in the in, in schedule. And I'm just getting a little bit better because I'm not an organized person. Oh, same. And I'm finding that organization and discipline is actually making me feel less anxious. It's making me feel way more freedom. So if I schedule, hey, I'm going to dick around and play some Apex Legends for three hours, I, that's in my schedule. Yeah. Okay, and then I cool. know as soon as it's over, the guilt, there's no guilt associated with it. Then I get back to my work. I it was planned. Emails. It was planned. It Did, was accountable. Are you able to follow it pretty strictly? Yeah. I yeah. set timers. Siri's my best that. friend. That, my problem so is, uh, again, friends of pod. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Beachy, the, you know, our, the, the music coach, yeah. psychologist, Beyond therapist. talent. Mm. So she's always recommending, you know, sticking to a schedule, planning the morning. Yeah. Every, all these books, if you could boil them down, it's, it's kind of like, don't eat garbage, go to sleep. Workout. Schedule. Totally. You know, yeah. run it, it's make a schedule. Yeah. And yeah. I can't do it. So yeah. it's. No, I mean, you're I obviously not alone. I haven't yet. figured I mean, it out. No, same. Here's, here's, I mean, here's what it is. Can I tell you the hack? I want the, I want the truth. You got to start an e- evening routine. Mm. no matter what. And I'm bad because I just zombify myself watching documentaries until I'm asleep and I wake up, right? So this is what I've started doing is I've started to set an alarm every day for like 9.30 or something. If I'm at home, I need to start disengaging with the world. Mm -hmm. So I don't answer my phone. I'm brushing my teeth. I'm, you know, finishing whatever food I was going to eat for the day and then done with that and then i write my uh my to-do list for the next day and i leave it on my desk okay and so when i go to sleep after i've already like laid out my clothes and stuff for the next day i wake up and then i look at that list and then i i see my schedule and the things i need to get done yeah and the times that i've allotted for it and i just do it that's great man I, every night the, it's part of like the evening so you've routine. been you've been keeping it up yeah it's like it, it's like the evening routine and you've noticed the teeth. yeah just so i have it all down because a lot of the anxiety when i wake up is i have so much to do yeah i'm like what am i doing what am i doing and there's that decision making yeah. phase you go through. well see that's the thing too is that i can't seem to everything every I, everything i want to do is so broad I yeah like, i know like, <laughs> I write know. a finish the song it's like great yeah okay that's what? just not specific it, enough. You at know? least going off all these experts, that's one of their big things is is specificity. It has to be right. And Practice. You know, yeah. It's like, okay. Okay, for 10 what? minutes, you get, you get, we want one chorus, right? One yeah. chorus today, yeah, focus on that, and then building up. I, I struggle to do it. It's like, I feel like yeah. because of my addiction to reading, learning things, I've read read a bunch of books, a bunch of articles mm-hmm. on what to do, and still it's about getting there. I feel like I've executed some baby steps. Things have improved. 
I mean, this um, podcast is this out. podcast like, is actually that's held huge. Yeah. because yeah. it's a weekly it thing. Happen. Yeah. And with this, when you have this kind of mindset, though, you somehow still a man- managed to accomplish releasing an EP. So can you walk us through the <laughs> process? Yeah, man. Took a, for real. Yeah, okay. Um, well, first you write the songs. <laughs> step, and, one, yeah, step one, write, write songs. Write the songs. Write the yeah, songs. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I had been, you know, a lot of my writing process comes from just sitting down at the piano and letting whatever comes out, mm-hmm. you know, come out. I mean, it's, all, it's always musical. Yeah, it's always yeah. the music always comes first for me, usually. And then I'll write there are, whatever, there, you know. There are a billion ways to write songs. Totally. We'll have a lot of different people to come through. But I'm curious as to, compared to compared to many artists out there, mm-hmm. you actually have stuff Thanks, on Spotify. Man. I guess I do. On Spotify. So, <laughs> so there are a lot of people out there who have contemplated it. Yeah. I'm one of yeah. them. But they, it, they think it's this 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 they don't have it's an information thing mm-hmm. and it's a process thing. Yeah. They don't know the systems. So let's say you've written songs, right? Right. right. Many people have written songs, right. recorded songs, right. and right. they just don't know what to do next. What's right. that next step? I I mean, you know, man, I don't really have the answer in the sense mm-hmm. that everything I've done. I, like I, I really, you know, you guys, I think are inc- you, the social. Your social media game is incredible to me, and I realize that world we live in. You know, yeah, I mean, Jesus, and that I, I just, I so lack on in my opinion. Even though I've got, you know, I've got a small number of people who follow me. I've got music online. I still don't know what I'm doing, and that's even in the sense of making the music. I don't know what I'm doing. All I know is that I love to write and it's what I have to do and I make it and then I go play it. Mm-hmm. That to me is the most important. And it's like write Going the song and, and go it. play them. Yeah. So you really, they get, you know, cause you write a song, you're playing them in your room, then all of a sudden you get out and play it for people. And it's like, wow, I, it, this is way different. I don't know how to play this <laughs> at like all. This sucks. Comedy. Yeah, it's like man, well, it's just until you start to do it more and, and more and more. Yeah. And, and then, um, then you, you just have to you just have to do it. You just got to lay it down and then release it. I mean, you know, at least with this record, a lot of what I did was I put together a a trio: Justin Goldner on bass, uh, Jamie Eblen on drums. Just yeah. insane musicians. Really they're incredible. They're yeah, really they're great. fantastic. And uh, Justin also produced the record. Oh, okay. And right. um, and so having those two guys was huge for me. I mean, mm-hmm. I had put out a, a little EP back in 2015. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly acoustic, and it was great, and it was fun. But this record was a lot more arranged yeah. and orchestrated. So we were, you know, we were rehearsing these songs for months, you know, because awesome. it's so, a live feel. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. Right. That's so well, I mean, that's what it. I. But that's what I. That's what resonates with me most, Got and it. that feels most like me. It's very much live. That's where I feel the best is playing these songs oh, the live. You know, records, and, baby. yeah, man. I think I, I, mean, I recall the opening. I just to have my notes also, but and several of the tracks. I thought it was. It was wonderful how you kind of hear one second before the music starts, you hear kind of you sit down or something. Yeah, you hear a seat yeah, rustle, yeah. and I love that because if, if, you know if you're if you're if you're like highly producing some album, like add that in, like yeah, right. <laughs> save a I clip. just want to make sure people Dude, know look. that this is actually like oh, this will sound the same live. And it was you know it I was mean? subtle, yeah. it was subtle, but oh, it was that's beautiful. Really, that's you know. that's some rapper shit. Yeah, yeah. man. Like you, know, you ever it was, hear like it was beautiful. Yeah, you hear them. You'll hear just random conversations from voicemails. And yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. with like jazz yeah, in the back right. and that vinyl crackle. Yeah, old, old Marvin Gaye. It's just like there's like a cra- there's a crowd just talking. They got conversations going on. And stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's I very hip hop. I, I, <laughs> I um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of it for me, what's really important is just really getting, you know, the, the live environment for me is, is, is very important. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really want these songs to work live and I want that to show on the record. I want the songs to be honest and I want them to have a live feel to them. I mean, because that's that's just what I like. And so it was a lot of rehearsals, um, a lot of playing together and a lot of just, you know, You're shedding the, right the songs. You're in the city for I mean, that, my man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. New York City is like the place to perform. Form it, like, yeah, for sure. Out. I mean, and I've been doing a lot of that, which mm -hmm. has been great. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities, which has been awesome. And but you know, still trying to figure out. I mean, I, right now I'm in a place where I have I have no idea what I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's like I, <laughs> I'd be lying if I said, yeah, man, I got it figured out. Everything's good. Yeah, I released the record, which is great. You know, but now it's like, okay, so what next? It always feels like what next. You're always you on know, the edge like of the never, cliff. Yeah, you know, and and so I just hope that I can get to a point, you know, one day where. It, it just feels a little, maybe it'll never feel easier. I don't know. I don't know. Or like, maybe like where I have any idea what I'm doing. Because right now it's just kind of like, it's, I know what I love. Mm -hmm. And I know how to execute that, I think. very much heard a lot about it and I have read like little excerpts online. My man, it's, it's worth it. Like yeah. it's a real masterclass. I'm going at it with, uh, remember learning, right? Learning. <laughs> learning. I don't have somebody teaching me this stuff. So I have to be my own teacher. Yeah. And so like yeah. I'm annotating, I'm putting in tabs and stuff yeah. for future reference. Yeah. Like it goes through everything That's great. about it. And so I feel like you especially, have the capacity to take this book and go on tour, man. Thanks, and, like, man. and learn how to go on tour because yeah. essentially you have what a lot of people, a lot of musicians are falling behind in these days. Mm -hmm. And that's the live performance aspect. A lot of it is cooked. Thanks. 
yeah. in the studio. Yeah. And then when yeah. they go, they don't really give much thought to the live show, but yeah. you all the way down to the record <laughs> appreciate the live. Thanks, man. I do. Yeah. And you need to take that on the road, man. Like that's, I, think, I mean, that's the dream, that's you know, the dream. but they, it may, I mean, yes, it very much. I mean, that's what, you know, that's kind of what I'm working on now is trying yeah. to figure out, okay, how, how to execute this part. It's like, okay, I got yeah. the, the part of like doing the live show. Mm-hmm. I've got the songs down. I think as long as the bass is there, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, oh, I feel more comfortable than ever playing now. Like I said, I don't feel comfortable. The worst time, I hate how I feel before a show. Really? I, Do you get nervous, oh man? God, man so but once you're on there, know. does it go away? So nervous, So, Trevor, man. you know and he then, performed it, my debut show. Yeah, you were telling uh, me. In, at Rockwood, yeah. back in New York City, back like last August, man. Yeah, you you opened fun. the whole thing. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, man, I, I hated going up there right before. Man, <laughs> I didn't even know. And you set such an incredible mood. Thanks, like, man. Real... Thanks a lot. No, it was that was a fun night. That, that was, was a fun really night. fun yeah. night, man. Um, I appreciate it's you. It's the same thing. Thanks, man. Yeah, same. And it's it's very much that though. It's like this terrifying feeling before for me always i don't ever feel good before like the day of a performance for me is just like the worst day possible because i'm just dreading it the whole day leading up to it and then i know man but that's i mean but when i'm up there there is no like it's like i black out and i'm somebody else and that's it and i feel like a completely different person and it's the greatest feeling ever and then i finish i'm like get me back like this is like the worst like now i'm back in myself and i'm like oh man i'm i'm very uncomfortable again you know i'm like where are the girls at (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i feel the same way i want to run away now i feel watch a movie (laughs) i feel very much the same way it's just the anticipation of it Uh like i don't like it but once i'm there it's feel like a million bucks yeah, and that's enough yeah. to keep getting us back and actually it feels even for me coming from being a performer to then primarily a composer it actually mm-hmm. even feels worse composing which is weird you'd think it'd be easier because the process you're not of doing composing anything. feels oh even, the... even a performance of the oh, piece okay, yeah. i feel much worse leading up it's just heightened even more so than when i was a performer when someone is playing my piece, mm-hmm. I feel awful before, and I'm even more nervous <laughs> during because I think it's oh, it's man. you're getting judged for something that's now out of your hands. So yeah. it's it's like an out of body yeah, experience of your performance. So it's it's a piece. Just if someone's singing your song or you're singing your song, it's a part of your soul. You've put in work into that, mm. and then suddenly it's gone off, and you have no control on how it goes. And if it goes poorly, you look bad. You know, I don't know if I think that you'd look bad, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like, I, I mean, I guess maybe, and it depends me on the type of music. Because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like if I, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. <laughs> no, but if like, I sang your song t- right now, you'd I'd make you look bad. <laughs> you, you know, you yeah, know. please. Oh, I, wanna, I would love to hear that. Oh, God. perspective was like if like my teacher told me that because i have terrible anxiety when it comes to performing mm-hmm. right tighten up I'm mm-hmm. like, oh but i've been getting better nice. over the recent years 
And one of the first real unlocks of my performing life on mm-hmm. the viola was my teacher, Heidi Kassman. She was like, you don't have to try that hard. Remember, like, <laughs> they did all the hard work for you. The composer did all the hard work yeah. for you. Yeah. Like, sometimes you just have to let it be. And I was like... That's a great song oh title. Oh, my God. Did you write this down? Let, Let it be. be. We should make like a song. Like that movie, man. Yeah. The Beatles don't exist. Yeah. What a great concept <laughs> for a movie. <laughs> I swear I've thought that before. I don't know if this is original. I don't know if it's an original idea. I swear to God I've thought. I'm, I'm picky about real, but I wrote the Beatles songs. But it's real, though. But... Like if you I'm believe sure in it, it you know. got if you be, when you believe in it though, <laughs> when you believe in it, that's when it's okay to let it go. When you're a to yellow submarine, <laughs> that's when yes. it's okay. That is okay. When you get a that is okay. sex change and your name is now Eleanor Rigby, like you know, you know that's you know that's the real. artist that's formerly known as Eleanor. Rigby. You, leave, you leave your face in a jar by the window, <laughs> man. I'd like to write all of these songs. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to write all these songs. It's so funny. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, coming in. Yeah. Segway. Segway. Can I say before we segue? Because Beatles, I never connected with Beatles songs before. Okay. My entire life. Okay. It's just, I didn't grow up with them. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm learning guitar and I'm now starting to And now you're like, man. And now I get it. (laughs) I mean, dude, they just pumped out so much music too. Even like in regards to composing. They just. How quick they did. Yeah. For them, like what, what. They just came also at a great time in mm. music history mm-hmm. because they're at, kind of at the beginning. We're getting electric guitars really popping in there, being popular. So they play this kind of rockabilly folk yeah. thing on electric guitars. And then suddenly, boom, the technology of the studio evolved. Yeah. And they just happened to be right there in the middle and of it. Playing yeah. over and over. Oh yeah, the ten no, your Malcolm Gladwell, no. your ten thousand hours. It's like also just incredible songwriters. I mean, yeah, but songwriters. you throw that in there, season. and then coming at a, like a transformational time in music technology and history, mm. and gasoline and fire, it's right there. So you see kind of where and how they get to take off, and really just music in general, how creative it suddenly gets, and then you have hip hop coming around, yeah. and. Sampling, you know, taking existing audio, reusing it, repurposing it, doing homages, yeah. cultural oh aspects, yeah. and then just, every every year something is new, yeah. a new genre is invented yeah, every every minute. Sense. Musical evolution in general, it got to synthesis, yeah. mm. kind of like how we're going to like robots. Like everything's <laughs> getting to this idea of creation from ex- from potpourri, like a bunch of things you never thought would be put together putting them together and something new. That's what yeah. we humans do better than any other species. Chips, guac. <laughs> and it's showing in our music too, man. Wow. Take that, deer. Yeah. They didn't yeah. think of chips and guac. Anthropologically, we're way better than you black bears. Get on our level. <laughs> do you have any black bears listening? I, I um, think We'd like healthy... to do a, a PSA. Um, I'm sorry to all of our black bear listeners. <laughs> um, you are delicious, but... Uh... <laughs> Friends of the pod. <laughs> meet, meet of the pod. Dude, bears are savage, man. They are. Joe Rogan be teaching me about how savage bears are. And you just, it's different because we have teddy bears growing up. Yeah. And they're just not, bears aren't like teddies. They're like <laughs> very different. Do not, do not bring a black bear into your, your bed with your child. No, don't even. <laughs> no. Yeah. I wouldn't. Don't even try. <laughs> just don't go out in nature, dude. It'll kill you. You got to bring one of these. Yeah, you got to bring Shira. Oh, that little cute little pup. Oh, eat your dog. Now. Yeah. 
Speaking of eating, Speaking, eating my dog. Eating so dog. you, you had an album come out. <clears throat> I did. So we have 2019, and you've talked about your That's, 2015, oh, and I believe there's a 2017 wow. one. Uh, in the I saw on some Spotify. I, I don't even. Some, who knows? Some tracks in between. It was 2016, maybe. I don't really then, know. I don't. I'm not keeping track. It's like so time's you, moving way too fast. You've got but all this last, spaced out. Yeah. When, when you're thinking of when you were thinking of your 2019 album, mm-hmm. did you look at the past and think, oh, I've done this, this, this way, I want to try a new direction? Or uh, do you almost ignore what you've done previously <laughs> and just do what you need to do for you now? Man, I wish I thought as much about the process. I wish it, my process was interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like I wish I had a good, but really for me, it's like, yeah, I did. Of course you look back and you're like, oh, I want to do it better than that. How, do, mm-hmm. how can I make this better? Because I know it's better than this. I know I've got something more to offer. And I think that's, you know, even like with this record, I'm like, now I'm thinking like, oh, what's the next thing? But you do have to kind of sit in with what you got. I mean, you spend so much time and, you know, on something like this. But oh, with this record, like I was saying before, it was like really important for me to put together a band and have these songs properly arranged. You know, I feel like the way that I write, a lot of my songs are, are very big, like very dynamic in the sense of like, I don't want to say dramatic, but they have a, you know, a big, bigger sound to them. And I always wanted to have like a drummer who just killed it and a, you know, and a bassist. And it would be amazing to have like, to ever play with like a string section or to have, you know, Mm -hmm. an orchestra, whatever, you know, that's how I always imagined my song. So just taking that in, I also play so much, you know, I'm a, I play Mm -hmm. a lot when I'm, you know, I'm very busy player. Mm -hmm. Um, And you you remind me of, I'm so sorry. I just played a gig with this guy named Arthur Verokai. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And I do you know much about him? I don't know anything He's about Brazilian him. jazz composer. What he does, he composes. He has string sections. Mm-hmm. He has horn sections. Yeah. And I believe what you're saying is kind of along those lines. Yeah, I would study him. Look at what he's did you doing. Send you me, might be going. If in that you could direction. send me, that'd be amazing. Yeah, I'll send you a playlist yeah. with some, this album from 1972. Uh, it's a little cool. dated, but I just played it a show of that album Sweet. like a like a month ago. How was it? breathtaking and and i think it's really in the vein it's like your stuff but brazilian jazz brazilian Brazilian right yeah exactly even with like your smaller forces just number wise my first comment when i listened to it was exactly what you said this is big it's just oh okay when you think of when someone just says at a surface level oh i'm a singer songwriter what do you think small intimate totally Mm -hmm. Person on guitar, person yeah. on piano, intimate. And Andrew's like, oh, you check out his, his this guy's stuff. He's a songwriter. I'm like, okay. I press play, boom. <laughs> I was like, this is huge. Thanks, and son. thinking Thank of you. your influences, that's something a lot of them did in totally. such an incredible way. And it really made them stand out mm-hmm. to be- It's an evolution. The, they're, the, they're each the face of their music. But yet you have such a, a big sound. Thank you. How was but, it like working with that specific team? Because I saw in there, you know, they worked with Dear Evan Hansen, mm-hmm. The Greatest Showman, yeah. two very big successes yeah, of late. Yeah, well, what was that fantastic. like? Well, I didn't even go into it thinking any of those things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, you know, I had met <clears throat> Justin through a mutual friend, uh, Adam Criscow, who's also an incredible drummer, playing mm-hmm. with a lot of big uh acts right now uh and uh he set me up with justin we met up and i just thought 
I mean, I loved Adam. And so I was like, I'll take any recommendation from him. I mean, it's gonna, you know, because I reached out to him being like, I want to put together a band. I don't know what to do. Do you have any recs? Sent me, you know, Justin's name, met Justin, thought he was just an awesome guy. Then then I find out how incredible of a musician he is. You know what? Then he sets me up with Jamie. Jamie's an awesome dude. Find out he's an incredible musician. So it was really about like, oh, these are just great dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I, I I mean, I have so much respect for them musically. And they've just added so much to my mm-hmm. son. You know, it's like I I'll bring in the song. Like, oh, what I I can write the song, you know, and it's like, but then to layer it with these colors, I mean, it's that's what's so great about working with people. Like, I don't know how to play the drums. I don't know how to play the bass. I don't know much about arranging. So you get together with guys who do know about that stuff and are into what you're doing. I mean, it takes it to another it's level. Magic. I mean, that's what working with other, what's so great about collabing with other people is that, I mean, you, you know, they can bring so much to the table that I couldn't do on my own. And although I love playing, I do love playing solo and I'm, you know, that's, I'm alone writing. I don't, mm-hmm. I really don't like, uh, co-writing. I haven't done much of it. I yeah. would always be down, but I definitely feel more comfortable on my own writing. Well, just, I mean, but you know, just to <laughs> try it though, you know what I mean? But then to bring, you know, these pieces to, to uh, great musicians, you know, smart musicians is just really, um, it's been, it's been incredible. I mean, and that's been the biggest step for me from my last record mm-hmm. to this one now is that I said I wanted to, you know, bring out the colors in these songs and I and I really am so happy with how it how it turned out. And then I try to explain, I try to figure out in my head, I'm like, oh, how could I try to explain that? And then I'm like, well, that's not actually not. And then I'm like, why don't you just say? But to some degree, that is what actually makes it interesting. Is yeah. that you're not sitting down there regimented. Okay, I've got my graph paper. 
I'm going to have the arc of this song. It's true. And at I, minute one one thirty five, boom! Yeah, here yeah. comes the lyric. So yeah. you just come in, and I think I don't know if that ties into what you're talking about earlier. Just as you that that bit of solitude, kind of just wandering, yeah. m- you know, mindfulness floating mm-hmm. around in space. It seems like that is a key part of your process. I hadn't thought about it at all until <laughs> this conversation, but it's it's true. I I really like m- the answer is is it's a it's not a sexy answer, but it's like that's it's like oh I don't I don't yeah. think those about it. I don't know I don't know yeah. why I resonated with piano. I don't know why I love it so much. I don't know why I have the why I write. I just don't, but it's it's just what comes natural. I have to write. Mm-hmm. Piano, I, I have to play. You know, it's what I've always gravitated towards. I don't know where the ideas come from. Even when I was saying before that I think about like other people when I'm writing, I actually I was like, that's actually not as true as I like, I'm just trying to put into perspective how it is that I write. I don't fucking know. Yeah. You know what I mean? A I'm lot so of it fair. is just like I said, in in I'm constantly in my own head and those are the things that I tend to write about, yeah. you know? What is my purpose? Relationships by the end, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? How can I be better? Although those are the things that I'm constantly thinking about and that I constantly want to write about because I also feel like those are the songs that I resonate with most. Yeah. And I like to believe that if I'm just as honest as possible in my writing, that is what is going to resonate with a listener. Well, that's you know? why like you so much. That's why you're one of my favorite people. Is part of the you're, tribe. <laughs> you're part of the I'm Faking honored. fan. Well, what it is, is like you are so aware and empathic. And I think that as we move forward, not only as artists, but as a society, um, we need to be more empathic. Yeah, man. I'm, what you have is a strength. The real, real. Thanks, strength. man. I appreciate it. <laughs> it, it. Even like, as we were saying before too, it does feel like for, you know, it feels like it's a... A negative. It can feel like a negative trait sometimes. I mean, it's a burden, man. It does. I mean, it's like it's. But you're like Spider Man, dude. Uh, It's like oh, all the responsibility. Which feels like yeah. I know it feels like so stereotypical (laughs) and cliche. Like the I have so much power, but so much responsibility. (laughs) Exactly. Uh. Exactly. And it's ridiculous. It's like so stupid to say, but it's like so. But it's true, man. I mean, it's just yeah. There, it is a real thing. Like the struggle is real. The mental, personal struggle is real. You know. I mean that to me is my, is for me at least personally that's my biggest hurdle I think is 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 my own self is my own head you know I think that's why again like why I really respect what you do so much is because oh, you put man. out so much content and that to me is huge like I don't I mean like I, I don't if not you like, anymore man it's no, so funny like, I, I mean <laughs> oh god we gotta talk about this. Yeah, it's, <laughs> fine, it's fine go ahead I, I, I want to drink it in hold on hold on I'm a sunflower you are. <laughs> give me that no, give me that I mean, you put out enough content now forever. I mean, you don't even even do anything anymore, you know? But I mean, I don't, if you look up any of my stuff, I don't have like a music, a proper music video. I just don't. I have a lot of live stuff because I'm like, this is where I'm comfortable. Let's film this. Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of like, let me film myself. Let me do a a proper music video thing. That's stuff that is a big hurdle for me that I hope that someday that I want to. That's like that is a goal of mine to be able to say like, let me get comfortable with like making a music video. Let me just just release more content. You know, say less, I bro. Why where was this conversation forever? <laughs> I could have totally helped you out, man. <laughs> but in the future, we definitely need to have a conversation yeah. about. That. I mean, this is part yeah. of the the human community building, and why, for instance, this podcast. One of the things we want to do is help each other. Mm-hmm. Essentially, a, yeah, a platform to get. 
things out and to talk it out because I feel like I'm somewhere in the in the middle of YouTube where I'm I can't post I do some things and then for one month I'm just not feeling it off the and grid. it's and it's yeah. not yeah. it's not effective like I yeah. don't have a functioning website and essential things I need to do yeah. Yeah. that I know is a must yeah. but it's kind of neat how we're always we're each our own enemy and so how are we going to yeah. how are we going to beat ourselves is sticking to what is human and that's finding that community totally finding the our, our tribe our faking fam mm-hmm. to come in and help us out because yeah. i see drew is the expert at that thing yeah and so yeah, no who doubt. better to ask no than to go to drew <laughs> no, that's true and then when drew needs I mean, solitude and empathy we go to you yeah, yeah, yeah no, when, I need, when i need to like contemplate when you want to lock yourself in your man, room man should i really should i really meet up and write a sad shit? song yeah. should i meet yeah. up with that shit Mike? what do you think You'd be like, have yes. you considered thinking? <laughs> have, you, have you considered not making out with It's like, no, man, that, that was it. never yeah. an See, option. It's that, it's that easy. What? That easy. Speaking of making out, how do you, as kind of a looking inward person, mm-hmm. and you, it seems like solitude and wandering is a, is a happy place for you. Yeah. Why are you in New York and LA? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What because you, I think I that crave, like? I think I have like, I think I crave wanting to be somebody who's like, extroverted in a way or I crave people like I I, I almost do crave attention in a way yeah. but also at the same yeah, time really I need to be alone you know it's yeah. like I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't be a performer if I didn't obsess yeah. over the idea of like people, people watching, watching you're, a human. Yeah, right. you're a human you're a human you know, want to be acknowledged I mean it's yeah right? but yeah. I almost I don't feel like a performer though it's so strange because I just don't like I'm that's, not that's so funny I, I'm just not comfortable in front like I'm I don't you're not gonna get me to sing at a karaoke bar I'm not gonna just like I don't like the idea of somebody right? like play yeah, for me mean, or when you your know, family yeah. like oh it's it's Plex, Thanksgiving it's why don't you play this song yeah I'm like yeah. <laughs> I hate <laughs> playing shit <laughs> grandma but grandma right. wants well, if grandma a wants recital. It, grandma think. wants yeah. a recital yeah. every single yeah, time. So funny. It's so funny. <laughs> From Frosty the Snowman to Vietnam, yeah. she was there every step I, of the way. You know, I I, <laughs> I haven't thought about it so much, but in thinking about it, I mean, I feel like I could spend just an hour thinking about, like, in the bucket, just like, am I thinking about why is that? And I I think that I just. I love writing and I need to write. And it's like, how else am I going to get these songs heard if I don't perform myself? And I, you know, it's almost like you trust yourself the most, which is why I feel like, yeah, it's so tough to be a composer and have, you know, you rely on other people to play your stuff. But also, I mean, the musicians you're giving to are, are killer. So it's like, great. And, and, and also it's, like it's hearing somebody do, do like hearing somebody else play one of your songs too is the greatest feeling, you know? So I totally have faith in like somebody giving somebody a song, do your thing with it. It's it's yeah. an honor, you know? Mm-hmm. Um uh, I don't even know where I was going with this. <laughs> it's, just- <laughs> it, it's 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 so interesting, just because I lost my train of thought because I was following you. So I was going to jump on. Stand clear of the closing <sighs> doors, please. What were we talking about? <laughs> it's okay. We're not cutting any of this. <laughs> we're gonna say, we're, it's, see, we're now, getting see, on the train to segue to. I was about to process. say like now segway I feel down. more comfortable, and I'm like, but now I can't yeah. even remember what I'm talking about. So. No, that's the whole point. I Am I really more comfortable? Of, that's I the beauty know. of conversation, man. Like, we're, I'm learning a lot. <laughs> we're wandering. We're not. I it's also, not produced. We're, we, none of us had questions. Oh, you asked me if I lived. Why I live in? I don't yeah. know. Because there's a lot of music. <laughs> it's a lot of great people. Diversity. Well, it's kind of one of those lot of trick questions because New York. As we've all experienced, and I put LA right in the mix there too, maybe even more so, is I can't remember the old phrase. It's 
but something like it's a city of 10 million lonely people. Mm-hmm. And that even though you're surrounded by people constantly, it's a very lonely place, which yeah. is wild. You can is, be yeah. isolated uh, yeah. in your own thoughts. And here, <clears throat> definitely, because you're so spread out. Mm-hmm. And you're and in your own car by yourself, usually. Yeah, here, specifically. Yeah, yeah it's stuck in traffic. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's rough. <laughs> I didn't mean to derail you. No. I was adding. We're, we're going. I wanted to hear what you were going to say when we got lost. No. There's so many See, what I, what I wanted to, <laughs> yeah, what I wanted to kind of illuminate, because I'm kind of in this transition from just sweaty classical musician, just <laughs> straight up, oh my, who's your favorite musician? Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mozart. The Fourth Symphony, Symphony Thirty Nine. The nineteen seventy three. Let's be real though; they are all they all great. Einhelden Leben <laughs> is porn. No, you know what I'm saying. Like, so it's I'm trying to figure out how do you get from spending your entire existence playing other people's stuff mm-hmm. to synthesizing your own stuff in a way that you're not completely embarrassed by it to put it out in front of other people. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is that next? Do you use TuneCore? Do you use DistroKid? Like, how do you get... Because, oh, you mean literally? Literally, because a lot of people listening are going through the same thing. They're graduating from school. Mm-hmm. They don't have... They're not winning any auditions. Mm-hmm. They're playing weddings to sustain themselves, yeah. to live in an expensive place like New York. Yeah. They they don't know... The first thing about starting their own EP or recording or getting yeah. things out yeah. on the Spotify is yeah. such a hurdle. How do you get... Like, what are the specific things that you do? I mean, first of all, you definitely, I mean, I'm no expert. I'm not, but yeah. I've done it. But you, you know, have, I yeah, guess, but maybe you know, right, what you've right. done. I've done, how done you right. did so, it. So, I mean, yeah. the first step definitely is to like, obviously, the music is the most important thing. For that sure. is it. And you have to love it. And like, I think you just have to, if you're happy with it and you're proud of it, just find a way to get it out. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if that's, and that's so corny, but it's okay. like, it doesn't matter if people don't like it. It's just like, get it out there. Yeah. You made something that you're proud of. Do it. You know, I mean, I used, what did I use? I used uh, AWOL. I, I personally, you used what? AWOL. AWOL? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the link. Okay, yeah. cool. Is that um, like a distribution platform yeah, or yeah. whatever? Okay, um, cool. But, uh, there's all these different distribution platforms. I mean, yeah. and it's actually, a, it is a simple process. So I mean, you just it's, get a it, distribution yeah. platform, mm-hmm. put your music yeah. up there. Yeah. And, that connects and it's you. a fair, I mean, yeah. honestly, just like Google that and like yeah. it'll give you the steps the of thing. getting. I think the People, hardest part to getting up is just, is like a per, the personal act of deciding, like, it's time I need to get this up. If you're trying the physical act of it, it's there. You know what I mean? There's but ways. My, the way my mom raised me was. It ain't like I didn't tell you. And I want to I wanna be, like, if I do something stupid, she's like, I told you not to do it. It ain't like I didn't tell you. You yeah. feel that? Yeah. So all of the philosophy aside, I also want to, like, express, like, things that are actionable. Because the act of Googling is another step. Mm, yeah. So maybe if you say, instead of, like, Google distribution platforms, maybe if we start from a place like AWOL or DistroKid, go there and see what those right. are. DistroKid, no, I mean, that. I would definitely say DistroKid is a great DistroKid. way. Yeah, DistroKid is great. Dope. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I haven't used it yet, but I've heard great things about it. Um, and then you and have it online available for purchase. Yep. Uh, yep. Where Where do you have it online for purchase? So people who like listen, they want to support you. Like, where can you? Where can they well, find your music? I mean, usually with any, you know, these distrib- distribution platforms, they'll just stream, you know, stream them. Yeah, Spotify and okay, Apple so Music, but also to iTunes. Yeah. I mean, if people are still downloading and iTunes purchasing is going music, out, you know, right? are they well, they're rolling into, they're incorporating 
basically it, it the beast was too big like why is your music why is your music library also dealing with your phone and your mm-hmm. apple watch and your movies and your podcasts and buying music so they're just dividing it they're splitting it up logically there'll actually be i'm pretty sure a separate separate apple music will just be apple music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it'll take over that component yeah, itunes the, streaming the store uh-huh. and then i think podcast might be separate its own yeah. entity they're just dividing it up yeah. because why do you have a calendar in iTunes? I just Things wanted like to this. direct our listeners to Mike's bank account. That's, that's all. I was <laughs> just like trying to give them no, the man. Routing, I mean, I, I mean totally. I mean, it's yeah. you know, uh, go support him. Go listen to his. Music. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it just just even the act of listening is is yeah. so huge, you know. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it's. It, just getting this thing up on, getting the music out anywhere. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's just, but there's so much music. I mean, that's the other thing too. There's well, so much music, which is wonderful, you know, it's, yeah. but it's also, it's, it's very overwhelming, you know, mm-hmm. it's it just so much. <laughs> to take. I, I'm of the, I'm of the algorithm mind because I guess I'm the social media dude. Mm-hmm. Like I saw that this was going to get crowded and the only way, like, the thing is, is you don't know who's listening. You don't know what playlist you may be put mm-hmm. on. I just think, Right now, at least for me, my my plan is to just throw a bunch of stuff out. Even if I'm 75, as long as I'm 75% okay with it, it's going to go out because it's there forever now. Let's just say somebody sees me playing with you in New York and mm-hmm. they like search for me on Spotify. Yeah. There it is, yeah. right? Maybe they're an A&R for a label or mm-hmm. a be it they could be a Spotify curator yeah. and they hear me perform live yeah. with you or yeah. with Trevor and then they hear the music and yeah. they're like oh we need to get this dude in touch with so and so so i think there's a lot of importance in cataloging totally well but see where i think the line is where where it's a, it's a tricky line is is that i think with the immediacy that people can upload content now mm-hmm. where I have an issue, not an issue, but a, uh, an issue for me where I mm-hmm. where I struggle with is that I think a lot of times I have an urge to, I'm writing a new song and I want to immediately be like, I want to show everybody. But I also don't. And I don't think you should. You know, I mean, there's, a, mm-hmm. a, I think showing the process, there's something about that that is also really cool. But I think a lot of people tend to release stuff maybe that's just not finished too soon. Yet. You know what I mean? Too soon just because you know, it's the craving of getting the likes, getting the getting the views on it. You know, there's something, I mean, I crave that. You know what I mean? You post something, you're like, I want to get this. But at the same time, there's something about like taking time with something and making sure it's it's the best that you feel it could be and then releasing it, you know, not rushing it. I just feel like I today- I don't, I don't purport yeah. to like urge people Churning to Churning out. Yeah, 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 I think it, yeah, totally. It comes back to- But it feels that way though, yeah. right? I'm sorry. I, I, I just yeah. mean like, it always, like to me, it feels like I want to put out as much stuff as possible, as quickly as possible. And then if I'm about to do that, there's this feeling of like, man, I just, it doesn't feel I'm not ready. Sure, I'm not sure if you should listen to that only because you got to allow people to listen to your process and grow with you. Because if you listen to er- anybody's early stuff- mm-hmm. It has its own charm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? You know right. what I mean? But it doesn't matter where you are. It's like, where are you going? Right. right. But that's also the finished yeah. product. Though. Yeah. That is, even though it's their earlier stuff, I mean, it's earlier in their career in the sense that like, oh, you can tell they're developing still. But to them, usually that product is like, oh, that's done. They did it. They were probably really happy within that moment. I'm talking about like, you know, having an idea I for something and like tweeting balance. about it, this idea. And then it's like, 
well, now it's out there. And now is it, was, is it, it the, was it done? Like, did is, I really, did I, did I let it like really sink in? And, and that's an interesting I don't know. I don't, it was, it's tough, man. I, yeah. I'm not sure where I stand on it yet. And I think it's new in particular to this day and age, because if you think about it, even listening to the, that first stuff, yeah. you know, record labels weren't releasing just your first idea. No, you had to get to a, you had to already be at a point where they put you out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd already put in your work. For instance, mm-hmm. I bet if we listen to the beginning of the Beatles when they're in that first hour, as opposed to ten thousand before we'd even heard of them, mm-hmm. that would have sounded terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we don't. We don't hear that. We don't hear yeah. the original work yeah. they put yeah. in yeah. because it sure. wasn't possible. You had to go through. There were gatekeepers, and it just wasn't distributed yeah. like what we have now. We're in a unique time period now to where you can be a SoundCloud rapper. And yeah. you know, hit reach a billion people, mm-hmm. and you m- have maybe never really done music before. That one happened to take off. Yeah, mm-hmm. so- and I think you're so right. I think putting in the time, making sure it's ready, but also how do you make money if you don't have a product out at all, right? And well, see, but I don't see, but that's I I don't have an answer for that because I don't yeah. make money off of my product. I make yeah. well, I guess it depends. You What's do, the product? I don't make money off of. I don't make money off of. I mean, I make some money off of the record. I make money off of performance. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So, no, oh, but that's a so product. the product of okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. It's, the product is the the yeah, then and, totally and right. Put it, and if it's ready enough for live performance, I think it could be ready enough for like at least an album to be out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. For then oh, people yeah, to totally, other discover it. So yeah. if you, that's my litmus test, is yeah. if if I'm like not embarrassed to perform this live, yeah. I can put it out. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a great... And I think that's a good distinction that you drew in the line because you're right. A lot of people are releasing music without, you know, going to music school Mm -hmm. or taking time to learn about music theory and things that we take for granted a lot Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, in our years of experience. But if you're out there and you're trying to start a new music career, there are some things that you want to learn. You want to learn. It helps. It helps so much, to be clear, Mm -hmm. because you're so clear with your music. Mm. And I can tell that it comes from a place of you've really spent time with music before yeah. you've released it, right? Well, that's so also important. why, that's yeah. also my, but that's also with my issues that maybe that's why I take so long to put out something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It takes me more time to do something. But I also want to say too, like, in I, I totally agree with everything we're saying. I also think though that there's something about, you know, you don't, having music theory behind you like we have, Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a, it's a blessing. I mean, we're lucky. I mean, we, you know, that's a, it's great. You get to put that to use, but there's also so many artists out there, obviously, who know like nothing about theory behind it and are still able to like write and, and make be incredible, incredible music, right? Or come up with, which is amazing. So you don't, you know, it only helps, but you don't, you don't need it. You know what I mean? It, it helps certain artists and it's not important for others. I mean, I think I just, I have a, I have a tendency to like my urge is when I'm writing something, I'm like, oh, I want to show people immediately. It's just not done yet. And I shouldn't. But I want to get the, you know, I want to get it out there because I'm so excited about it. Mm-hmm. And and uh, but that there there is also a whole conversation about like I know now people like the the process of of writing. You know, they want to mm-hmm. know how am, are you writing this song? That's something that people are interested in too. So is that something you show people? I don't I, mean, I, 
I, I don't. I don't, I, think don't. It, I don't think it's important. I mean, I think it's less important than the fun. But I think product. asking is always some. I think there are many people that don't want to divulge that because it's personal. Yeah. And also, and it's so like I don't know I how to. It. You know, I don't it's think like, I don't know how to explain does. it. <laughs> and I've heard it doesn't start in the same place for every person. Mm-hmm. Some people they start with it. They hear a baseline and they're like, "Oh, let me just write that down." Like I'm sitting, I'll get out of a shower and I'll be like, "Hubba da hubba da hubba." I do that all the time. Ah ah, and I'm like, I don't know what this is gonna get be. my phone yeah. but i like hey siri open uh, voice memos and of course she doesn't respond because she doesn't do that here and i'm on airplane mode i heard you were talking shit that's it so <laughs> you know you're on an airplane i'm on an airplane <laughs> you love how quiet this airplane is there are no babies that would be nice fasten your seatbelt motherfucker Dude, I had three babies behind me. Dude, yeah, (laughs) the the sim baby that you like leave outside and build four walls around and just like (laughs) wait to see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) My brother would do stuff like that, just sadistic shit for storyline. I love this. The Sims, Sims Sims shout out, (laughs) dude. Sims could get weird. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. But. uh, Outside but of music. That's what I was, yeah. What, what do you do? What do you do? What do you get no, into, man? man? Is music no. your whole life? Like, do you watch? No, like, it's not. I mean, well, it's, yeah. I'd be lying if I said it was my whole life. It is my whole life, for sure. That's so cool, it man. Is. Music is my whole life. I, I I almost wish I had more hobbies. You know what I mean? Like, It's, it's never too late, I mean, man. no, totally. I just mean, like, there's not a lot of other things that, you know, I mean, music is, is very much my life in the sense that it's what I... It's weird once you start to do it uh, professionally, I feel like. Mm-hmm. That's where yeah. it thinks it starts to get a little fuzzy. In what know? way? In what In way? a way that the way I make my bread is I'm a piano bar player. So yeah. I play I play bars, I play restaurants, I play yeah, parties, yeah, yeah. I get hired mm-hmm. to do this and that. Mm-hmm. And and it's great. And I cannot complain, man, because I'm making a living off of music and I love for it. And sure. it's great. The ideal, the goal for me is to, I'd love to be able to do that with my own music, right? So, yeah. of course. And so, but... Uh, you have to survive, and that's my way of surviving, and I'm thankful that it's through music. But there is, obviously, with anything, when you're doing it enough, when you're playing hours of these gigs, playing the same songs over again, it's like, bro, yeah, I'm you over know, it. Yeah. I fucking hate playing this song, or I, I, I'm don't, I'm not into this crowd of people that aren't listening to me play yeah. in a corner of a, you know, of a cocktail party or something, yeah. and for these like stuck up people. But at the same time, I've also, I've met so many incredible people doing it and I'm playing music, you know, and, and getting to get paid playing music, which it's is cool. But not you do- to shout like driving Uber as being bad, but like you're on your instrument and like totally that I've always thank myself that like I can, can do, it. do yeah. that. And right. I can play my instrument right. for money. Just same. Totally. Because totally. many other people, like having just made the right contacts to do that, and you're really good at that. You've made but, connections. Yeah, with but bars. And it, but it doesn't nice. discount your very real struggle of having to go through of that. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It, no. It's totally. all in the moment too, because I yeah. I feel the same it's way. Like I I complain about doing all the discomfort. music stuff, yeah. and it's like oh again, like most people would die for this, but if they were here, they'd probably have my same complaints. <laughs> and, oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, that's why it's it's so it's subjective and it's just very much about personal experience because yeah, everybody's like, man, like, you know, greener. of course it's like so lucky. And then I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's man, both. I freaking, yeah, it's right. Both. I'm it's not, like, I'm so thankful, <laughs> yeah. but let's not stop here. Yeah, exactly. Let's, this Wanna isn't, this isn't yeah. it. Yeah. This, exactly. I'm like, I'm so happy to be here, but 
I'm, what's that new? Totally, new? totally. Man, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's what's true. That, do that yeah, so do that's, you, you know. worry about this future? Have you embraced, because you've overcome this cliff multiple times. You've had multiple yeah. albums each time. It's out there. Uh-oh, what's next? Mm -hmm. But you, you have, you have a track record of overcoming these things. Do <laughs> I you, guess I do. Yeah. You still, <laughs> do you still feel this way? Do you have any insight into the next thing, your next move? Or is it, are you focused kind of, I need to get this album into I, the ears? I, or is well, it, are yeah. you already looking I forward? Mean, no, I mean, I'm, well, I think always looking forward, but like I'm tr trying to focus now on, yeah, like how can I get this record that I put so much time into uh, and effort and, and money? And mm -hmm. like, how can I get this, how can I push this as far as it can go? While also thinking about, okay, what's the next project now? Which kind of sucks, you know, yeah. because it's like you put all this time into this thing and you love it. And by the time people are hearing it too, it's like, I hate, <laughs> it's like, I've heard this song so many times. I want to, but also I love this song so much. How has the reception so been for the album? Like, are people reaching out? Are they responding to it? Like, what's that like? Because I haven't it's, dropped an album. To, I mean, it's been the best reception that I've gotten. It's most definitely been the best well-received record that I've put out. Congrats. Thank you. I'm also, I've had more experience now. I've, I've met, you know, I think I've gained most of the people. I, I will say everybody who comes out to my live shows and the people that are listening to me, I've met from playing live. Yeah. You know, I haven't mm. necessarily figured out the game of like Spotify playlists and all this. That's not where I'm at yet. The Where I've built any following that I have now is through live performance. Yeah, That's where sure. that's been for me. So I think because, I think because so time, you know, from yeah. 2015 or 16 when I released my first EP to now, I've had, you know, a few years of constantly performing out and building new <laughs> fans through that who then yeah. I finally had it would, they all these songs they've been hearing live now they get to hear the recorded version which is yeah. different oh yeah but great you know so now they're excited about it and then they bring their friends to shows and they meet new people and yeah. are sharing and that's it. why so, I look yeah. up to you man because I want Thanks, to do man. that I, that's Thanks. what I'm I mean, missing well I, I have everything else but I'm missing that dude there's always so. there's always, there's always one thing, more right? yeah We're exactly exactly we just yeah. it's like Pokemon, you yeah. some, some, some have better speed, some have better defense. And plus, know. and when you get when you get 151, they're just like, here's a new hundred. And all we gotta do <laughs> is make a dank team to take down Lance, man. Dude. Make sure you forget, don't forget your ice type. <laughs> don't forget your ice type, man. How Pokemon is still around? Uh, it's, Isn't dude, there's a new one for the Switch. My little, out, I can't yeah. wait. God. Isn't Sword it mine? We've already I've talked about it. i got little cousins who are like six and they're obsessed with Pikachu, right? It? Rightfully <laughs> so. It's crazy. Yeah. Pikachu yes. is lit. That Pikachu meme where he's like, "It's my <laughs> oh, I love it." Yeah, I just don't so want to outline him a dick. That's <laughs> <laughs> like Pikachu's like that's so big. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh my god, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's yeah, why I, I love the internet. <laughs> yeah, we we've consumed we consume a lot of internet. See, over here. There's so much. I don't joy consume I get anything, man. I, see, there's I need so we need to we do joy. need to merge. I think because <laughs> I'm such on the opposite end of things. But I'm like then again, I think there's really benefit. The the more and more I see some of these people like are just creatives because we we're each of us is surrounded yeah. by too many creatives <laughs> yeah. to some degree. It's it's amazing how so different people Diverse. are in their approaches and their approaches yeah. who they are what they do where they come from and yet they're all making the thing yeah, happen totally whether totally. they're it's, working you know just non-stop strict schedule they get stuff done and then there's plenty of us 
none of that. Making just, a podcast. You know, and then, yeah, well, then there's some very, there's unsuccessful people who start a podcast. We should but, do something live. Yeah, but it's 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 kind of mind blowing that some I can't remember who it was, but someone uh, just a successful person on composer Twitterverse mm-hmm. came out and was just like, let's stop. Why are we arguing over the process? Like he's like, I don't I don't care. It doesn't yeah. matter. I'm gonna you know whatever it takes to work. He was like, just do it. Off. Yeah, he was like. You, you shall, shall not pass. pass. You shall not judge. <laughs> See, and then Gandalf yeah. falls down in the little canyon. Next thing you know, he's white. He's white, dude. <laughs> white Gandalf. White Gandalf. It's <laughs> so funny. People value him more. Yeah. <laughs> Subtly, racist credit. jokes. Yeah, uh, anyway. racism jokes. Racist Gandalf. Ah, dude, racist <laughs> Gandalf sounds like a really great band name. Just, there you Race, go, man. Start it. Racist Gandalf. Start it. Gandalf and the racist. <laughs> oh, God. Like, dude, honestly, That's... the blowback of having a name like that in this day and age would be publicity in the tens of thousands. <laughs> you don't want them. It's every you have to bring a tiki torch to the, the bro. I mean, that's that's such a weird we're in such a weird culture right now where you know the introspective empathic artists uh they tend to be kind and like the moderates, which I think we all kind of inhabit. We kind of get drowned out mm. by the extremely sensational artists of the mm-hmm. day. And it's so interesting. How do you be moderate in this society, in this world, when the fringes, because of social media, because of the way we share information, get a disproportionate amount of attention? Like, how do we break out without falling into that? Do you I, have any insight? I think, honestly, I mean, I think it's just, you know, for me, it has always just been being as uh, myself as possible. I think it really is just being true to yourself. I mean, and that's, again, another cliche, but it's true, man. I mean, I I just also, I don't care. Mm I just don't. I really don't. That's I don't care about it don't give at a all. Fuck. I actually really don't, man. No, for real, though. Mark Manson in the house. <laughs> Welcome to my TED Talk. I, I mean, no, for real. I, I really great. just don't care. I don't do not care. And and truthfully, in the end of all this, man, like if I can look back and say, I made the music that I wanted to make. I made the music that was most me. Uh, I put in the time as much as I could. I will I will be happy. And I and that's why I feel even through all the the struggles that I that I go through and that all yeah. of us go I feel good knowing that this is just I'm just always trying to be the most me possible. Even as a performer, yeah. I I like performers who are just themselves. You know what I mean? Like I and I don't also have the I'm not like I said before, I'm not a, I don't feel like a performer so I'm not I'm not going to have this, you know, yeah. this other maybe like alter ego thing. Although when I do get on stage, it does feel like, uh, you know, I am somebody else. Persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. Who, who is that somebody else? Do you, oh, do you either, do you like that someone else? Are you, yeah. do you experience it an out of body <laughs> thing? Like, what do you do? Uh, what I is that he's character? he's just more, I, he's, he feels like a performer. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He feels more. He's a bigger dick. He's got a. <laughs> no, same size. Same size. <laughs> same size, unfortunately. Uh, uh, metaphorically. <laughs> metaphorically. Metaphorically, women the listening. Metaphorically. Big dick me- energy. That's yeah, so that's what I'm saying. That big dick energy. Hashtag. BDE. I mean, that's, you know, definitely, you know, confidence goes up mm-hmm. and, and I feel just comfortable. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's just being wow. very comfortable, you know, as opposed to in real life it being more unsure, constantly is unsure. Is it just like a switch? It, it is like, a switch, like, yeah. What, what triggers it? Is it like the yeah. applause or... It is, I think, I, I don't, I actually don't know. I okay. think it's, I think it's, um, I don't know what it is, man. It's like, it it's, it's an immediate, usually it's, it's. Door opens, it's, walk out, it's. It's immediate as soon as the hands touch the keys. I wow. love that. That's great. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, wow. it's, that's when it like lights out. And here's how you, you know. do it. You hire somebody <laughs> to tell that visual story. Yeah. Like you just need somebody who knows how to work a camera and yeah. kind of document like that uncertainty, like with have music in the background yeah. and then do a live performance, kind of like how a a special like a Kevin Hart would do. He has mm-hmm. skits before you have that before like a live performance at like Rockwood. And then you have that moment where, you know, you have somebody who can edit it. That moment your fingers touch, there's like an RGB split or something. Yeah. I'm but s- you're tapped into. Yeah. And then they pan out. And then that's when the show starts. We gotta you make just need this. something. And then, Dude, I make and this then now, yeah, right? that's and what I'm saying. Like, you just gotta figure out how to focus how yeah. you feel. You yeah. bring it in close to close shot on the hands. Yeah. Slowly tickling the eyes. And then zombie. <laughs> and then you'll go viral. viral. You're the zombie vi- you're just the zombie zombie piano player. Just scared. But I gotta work with it's, you. It's, I gotta work with you guys it's, more. It's, it's, I really do. You, we will, it. Your career will not. Be <laughs> no, that's the we you were faking it here. We're faking notes. Yeah, they'll be like, I, I, just, I, just, I mean, that was such a beautiful song. I I don't really know why the zombie. I don't understand the zombie. The zombie bit You've was changed, really weird. man. You've really changed. And then you have a PR where? agent. Oh, the zombies are a metaphor to today's society. How we are just so eating brains. Content. And Dude, I don't fight. You know. it's a, and also, I'd probably like listen to that guy. I'd be like, "You really? You think so?" Because, like, <laughs> because, like, that's also at the same time as I say, like, I don't care. I'm it's, also at the same time, I'm like, "Do you think that's good?" It's you the, like, that's you know, why, it's that's like why constantly it's to work with people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like connections are so important. It's the Nathan for you. Uh, take oh, what dude, a show! Yeah, we'll, that's a we'll talk, we'll, show. Let's, dude, that's can a we just show. do reviews or reactions of Nathan for you? Like, oh my oh god! My god what a what a show! Comedy it is goal. incredible. trying to work on that balance and I like you opened up saying you were going to work on this this is your new goal for you mm-hmm. and it's something I try to always think about because it's always of course good for us to look at the weakness try to tackle it yeah. but it's again it's another weird balance looking out there at what we should do 
to improve ourselves because mm-hmm. for some things that is the solution where I need I want to master this new thing this yeah. will be good for me but also you can't do that with everything else that's where sometimes the smartest thing you could do is to delegate or le- learn just enough a great example mm-hmm. would be uh, a Bill Gates and he's turned out all right uh, <laughs> decent yeah, I, I hit think, me up I on Venmo. Bill Gates officially decent. Decent. So decent. There's one takeaway. But one of the things he talked about, he's not sitting there programming the next computer. He's not doing any more coding. Nah. He's not he's not doing any of that. But he knows how. Mm. He knew how. When he was running the business, he knew how. He he's had out here saying essentially, the world. let's just throw a percentage <laughs> on it. Knowing how to do everything 25% is valuable because then you can speak to that person who does the programming now. Oh they can take God. it over. Some John Hong. So show. you 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 have more belief uh, that it's better to, to know a for little some bit about things, and maybe that's just I'm desperate range. for people to come. That's the so, book John Hong was reading. Range that speaks to this. Go so on. no one's so <coughs> I'm gonna write a book called um, Range Range <laughs> Grange Grange Range Look Range Parentheses around the uh, Parentheses <laughs> It's like range. But I copied I think it's super important. I think that would be a good book to read. But, Guys, I'm just going to tell you books to read. <laughs> Dude, you gotta this stuff down all we do is man. talk yeah, about that, that music. Just I'll, listen, I'll listen, back. listen back. Listen back. We barely, we barely talk High about future, music. future, Mike. What's good? <laughs> all we do is talk about the books and stuff we've read and then movies we've watched and can we complain for money. Yeah. Do you guys listen to yourselves back often? Like, are you, we I mean, obviously to. you have to. I, I, I have, have to listen to. Because I was going to say, I don't know, like, I'll, I'll, I'm going to keep listening to your podcast. I don't know it's, if I'm going to listen to my you should listen You're going to love it. you because we're going to cut out all the great parts and we're just going to leave in the worst things you said. The, that's that's kind of, leave, that is exactly what so I said. So we're going to make anti-Semitic jokes <laughs> and all of the... All, all of, these... You it, clearly put in like an obvious a voice that's just not mine. All the... I mean, we're going to obviously there cut out all the horrible things you've said about pretty much... I mean, about I didn't women. even know. No, leave them in. Leave I'm them in. Leave them in. I've leave never been. They yeah. knew it was dead coming. <laughs> I didn't even know these countries exist. So for uh. you to, to, to yell at them like this. Hi, this is Mike Tedesco. Yes, it's me. Uzbekistan is a garbage country. What do they do? Can you even spell it? No, you can't. Repeat. This is Mike Tedesco. It's awful. You guys are just... Trying to destroy me, but um, this—that's the part that (laughs) But just keep that. Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna keep it all. Anyways, how is that like listening to yourself? Since you're the singer, Mm. you're the performer. Is it very critical? Are you forgiving to yourself? Oh man, am I forgiving? That's a good question. I don't think I'm forgiving. No, I'm definitely not forgiving. But I have gotten. I mean, I used to not be able to. I remember when I first started singing, like really singing, when I was like 16. I couldn't even, I couldn't listen to myself back. I could not look at, like, I didn't, could not have people look at me when I was singing. Had a, you know, very uncomfortable. Even when I started playing gigs out in public, I remember just being so uncomfortable constantly. You know, and then through experience, man, you just get, you know, you get way, way more comfortable. And, uh, but now, honestly, I mean, my confidence is at a whole nother level than wow. it ever has before. I really do like listening to myself. I mean, I don't just throw myself on. No, that's there, But I will say, you know, when I finished the record, yeah, yeah I was blasting it in my car on, on repeat, man, everywhere I was going. I do like listening to myself. 
I think I'm you very, should. You know, yeah. That's you know, and I also try to, right you know, yeah. And I think it's important to like, be like, all right, maybe I wouldn't do that again. Why did I do that? Learn uh, from it. Self analysis. Yeah, exactly. It's all of this. How exactly. do I grow? Yeah. What could I add to it? Even with two months behind my belt, there's stuff that I've released. I released back in April. I'm like, I could have done this. Yeah. I oh, totally. Do, but but I was you know, know. I was because ready. you look back. And now right. I'm moving right. forward. That's why I think it is important to kind of at least say, because work and so many people end up being 50 years old and they were like working on their masterpiece the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brahms didn't release his first symphony until he was in his 40s. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because co- it crushed him to do the first one. The, the first he was worried one about had, Beethoven. It was the Beethoven oh. legacy thing. He did a Beethoven 9 quote in like the thing of first movement. Anyway, it was a, fascinating. No, but no. he only wrote four symphonies as opposed to Beethoven's nine, mostly because wow. he just didn't, he did, he was so insecure. So I, I just try to at least try well, to tell people, out for you're yeah. going <laughs> to die. But that's not the yeah. case for so many. No, 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 people, totally, right? totally, totally. There's, totally. He did put in that work. Right. It was, he was worthy and we wish he had done it sooner. Yeah. He burnt, dozens of compositions that were probably wow. more than fine they were yeah. probably masterpieces i think there you can be extreme on either side yeah. you're it's never going to be did that insecurity either. come from beethoven you're saying that's what it, it, a lot of things he was actually wow. systematically molested when he was uh he was a preteen he was like 10 and 12 he was performing in brothels and sailors raped him uh, some of the dancing girls this. i'm reading his biography right now by jan swafford and ju- that's the first chapter I learned about all oh of my that. Gosh, wow. And a lot of his inner workings and the facts that he didn't want to, uh, why he burnt his letters, he burnt his personal correspondence, he burnt a lot of his old manuscripts that he didn't feel were worthy. It's yeah, because he was so systematically ashamed of who he was as a person. He didn't mm. want to be known for anything other than his music. Mm. So when he dropped it, an opus, that was his stamp of this is the only thing I want you to know about me. Yeah. And I think that's very unhappy. That's very unhealthy. He battled depression. He died about it. This is before we knew what depression or any, this is even I mean, this radar. is before, yeah, this is way before we knew about mental health or understood it. So, I, I, and, and his best friend died in a mental institution. Robert well, A lot of people did. Yeah, a lot of people did. So it's, it's like, I want people to also realize that that, catharsis of that release even if it isn't perfect is beautiful and i think it is a place for you to then okay when you're climbing everest you gotta stop at some point you gotta you really do because you'll die if you i mean if you're on the oregon trail (laughs) it's like you're gonna get dysentery homie (laughs) take a break (laughs) drop drop the single so really it all comes back to oregon trail Oregon Trail, Life man. is like Oregon Dude, Trail. It so you will die of <laughs> You need to shoot all the buffalo and then carry way too much meat and have it spoil. That's the life lesson. There seems to always be <laughs> two, and I think we've mentioned this at some point on the pod, but you can almost always boil down the great artist into one of two camps. Per- perfection, keep working over and over and over on the same things. Your Ravels, your... Your, your Mendelssohn's, your Brahms, where they just kept going back. They're working on pieces they wrote 30 years ago, making a little tweak here, making <clears throat> tweaks here, and maybe not pumping out like what they could. And then you get a whole other wing of composers where it's 
it's pump they it release out. it yeah. out. They pump it out. Yeah. And what's funny is almost everyone winds up with the same amount of good things, like <laughs> iconic pieces, but, because some worked. They worked on a hundred things so their whole funny. life, and they perfected, 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 and ten of them are amazing. And then yep. this other crowd released ten thousand things, and ten of them happened to be wonderful. In the end, they both kind of wound up with ten yeah, amazing totally. things. Totally, and that's why it's so it's it's really up to the individual. You know, I mean, it's how you work. I mean, have you listened to the that's that's exactly this the Malcolm Gladwell podcast? I don't know what it's yeah, called. Yeah, revisionist history. But yeah, man, I, I have no original some, ideas. Oh man, have you? I love it. <laughs> but that ep- there's that episode exactly what they talk about. I think it, it has to do with Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. You hear that right? And From it was years like ago. that's that's the and, first one I ever listened to. Well, and and like how certain artists are. Um, well, exactly what you said. Like, there's Bob, the Bob Dylans who are just like constantly pumping out songs, and like his greatest hit he wrote in like ten minutes or yeah, something, you know. Yeah, and yeah. then Leonard Cohen, who would like painfully <laughs> go through all these verses, <laughs> put something out. Yeah, not it's not there. Hallelujah just was not hitting at all. Nobody was into it. Then the story at the end, I think, is like Jeff Buckley came around, yeah. did, a did a cover. All of a sudden, it blows up. Everybody's like, "Oh, Leonard Cohen wrote that." Let's yeah, that. you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean. It's just it's just amazing how people work. I I think for me personally, I'm in more in the camp of like, of, of being a perfectionist in the sense of not yeah. putting out a lot of material quick. It, I write really slow, painfully, mm-hmm. um, but it's how I work. You know, uh, you're but, putting in the work. That's, that's yeah, yeah. It's but I would like I would love to be you know to to be able to put out uh, more content more frequently mm-hmm. but i don't i don't right now currently where i'm at in life that's Plus not how i work you know maybe you that'll you're change you're gonna get better you're gonna get and faster I think you're gonna get realizing maybe. yeah i really know, think yeah. so i mean I, like how, you know, how old are you man like, uh 27 27 yeah, yeah i'm 27 yeah. like back in my day <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, no, give me I, some, for, uh, for real like yeah. i think that we're in a weird part of our lives yeah. anyway yeah. we're both formative and also form. If you think about how many yeah. of these successful people, you know, there's there's a couple unicorns, your Mozarts, where they're big, young. But most of them, if you weighed out the fact that none of them were living till they were 80 anyways, yeah. we're, we're still in the teen years of most of these people on yeah. the grand scheme of things. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. And if you think of a, like a contemporary composer like John Adams, yeah, uh, Philip Glass, all of these these composers, just because they come to mind and I've read the biographies, like all of their works, everything we see now, if you scroll through in the back of their catalog, what's Opus 1? They were like 33, yeah. 34. Yeah. They burned everything before it. We, yeah. d- we don't see any of that. Yeah. So yeah. It's, that wasn't the first piece he wrote. That's yeah. thousands in. Mm-hmm. And then he starts and then he grows still. Yeah. So we're just at this place. That I think that's what's going to help is that we have again, awareness yeah. in that we've seen, I now recognize some people can pump and they'll find success. Some people perfection, they can find success. But if we look at the other person, we can pick off, maybe pick off the best parts. Like, yeah. Oh, I can release it, but by releasing it and then work on it, release on it, work on it, I can maybe get best of both worlds. Yeah. Or you might put out there and it turns out this is better than if I had tweaked it. Yeah. The rawness of this, mm-hmm. the chair at the beginning of the album, yeah. is what makes it special. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, to no tie it all in back with the, our community, at least for me, something I'm trying to realize is finding, you know, your teammates, the people you synthesize with. Mm-hmm. One of our guests on the pod, Chris Hendricks, he's part of that team. 
because I'm trying, just like you, to sit there and perfect. I'm just worried about this little detail. And I'll just go insane. And he's a lyric genius, just proficient. It's like, oh, I need a, you know, that song just didn't work. And then he runs away. And then 10 minutes later, he's got a great new song. Yeah. Lyrics. And I could never do that. Yeah. And he can get to a great result quick. And then we, we meet all together and we're because of he's different at that. He can pump it out. And yeah. then what do I do? I just make little adjustments on what he yeah. has. Yeah. I give some critique. He runs away. <laughs> he pumps out new lyrics, comes back. Uh, he goes away, comes back. And so then you were creating these, these uh, superhuman yeah. by finding people who do the opposite. Totally, man. Uh, so that's a, yeah, it's a, a that's what's on my mind. You both yeah. are really efficient. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what we all need to find. Yeah, well, that's why it's like even going back to the beginning. It's so important to find find your people and and people that you you know look especially like people like yeah where it's like I wish I was like that. I would love to be like that. Let's work. Let's do something together. Show me how to do that. I'll give you what I'm good at. You show me what you're good at. We combine it, and it's something. Hopefully, something. Well, I think great, we see some of that. Know? I don't know how the other. Uh, guys on the album worked, but oh, that's exactly what it was like. You can, with this album, you can, for you, sure. and you can tell yeah. because of the quality of the tracks. You know, synthesis happened. People, <laughs> oh my god, we know yeah. you that's did. Well, exactly. hating, hating. Well, it's each not. Other. It's no, not at all. The I mean, that's, time everybody's cheering for synthesis. All my Mass Effect three fans <laughs> out there. Do you, do you know Mass Effect three? I don't know. Oh. I'm not a. Okay, anyway, not Trevor nerd, was with man. me. I'm a, I'm a total nerd. <laughs> Get okay, out. If you play joking, Mass Effect 3, you're mad because of choice number three, green light. No, I That's should. I, I want to. Dude, it's dope. You gotta, it's a great you gotta, you gotta, keep doing the music. No more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we don't <laughs> That's need That's what I'm gamers. saying, man. That's my problem. I, don't, I gotta start gamers. to do something else. <laughs> Greetings. I gotta do something else, man. Anyway, I'm not gonna be any more nerdy. No, please do. We really just... We want to thank you. Thanks for coming Thanks out. For coming yeah, out, man. man. This was super great to sit down. I think this is, we, it's almost a yearly thing. You and I, we get a moment to sit That's down true. and have a deep <laughs> conversation, but I appreciate every moment. Yeah. And thanks for so letting us roll the mic that. on this conversation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I feel like I get I get more comfortable as it's coming to an end. You know what I mean? Yeah, course, that's how it is with everybody. <laughs> but thanks. That for, means you, you got to come back because then it. we'll thanks just start me. from an even better place, and like we'll have learned stuff. You'll have learned stuff, and yeah. no when doubt. it's when it's twenty twenty, and you've just released that album, and you're on the next cliff. Come on back and we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. We'll talk, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Still in the same place as yeah. <laughs> mentally on the treadmill. But yeah. thanks again for sharing your music. Thanks yeah. again for sharing your insights and how to go about it. Are you going to put like info like we at Mike plays piano? Or yeah, we're going to so. do a separate intro for you. To, Let, we're going to do we, it later. We put oh, we put all your important information in the front because Social that's the part they hear it. Address, birth. You know, the essentials, you know, yeah, where you are at this exact moment. We share your location from your phone. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. You like know, the CIA is listening. Arti- artists <laughs> want to be tracked these days. And that's how you, but what we'll do is we'll put it all in, I don't know, what do you call it? The pre-roll or whatever. When we, we do our own introduction sure. for you, because yeah. we want them to actually hear it. Because yeah. if you put, everyone always plugs at the end and that's the least listened to part. Yeah. So yeah. we give you the promo at the beginning. Totally. Are there analytics for that? Like. When people stop listening. Yeah, we don't have access to those. You have oh, okay. to pay for those. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just assume all of you are listening forever. So. Is it, this is, we had a Do we long have a, conversation. Uh, yeah. Like,
Yeah. And, and I guess this is part where we end the me. podcast in a weird way. But before we do, uh, if you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating. Leave us a, a, a comment in a Smash funny way. Smash that like button. Smash, uh, <laughs> ring the bell for notifications. Ding, ding, subscribe. And uh, also, send us your questions to fakingnotespodcast at gmail.com. Venmo. Questions, articles that you think are funny, that we, you want to hear us talk about. Just, I'm, we're learning stuff and you're learning stuff. Let's learn stuff together. But doesn't mean you said something about what? What we're gonna? How we're gonna end the show? Yeah, you said, um, you said Venmo. Gonna, Are we doing Venmo? We're gonna hit hit us up on Venmo. Hit, hit me up on Venmo. Um, Shepard, my real Venmo. No. Okay. Yeah. No, because okay. So so you're gonna you're gonna cover this bill. My real Venmo. You're gonna cover this bill, right? So I can leave. <laughs> so, so do we want to try to end? We've done some dumb songs. So, Should do I we want a dumb song? Should I? I can just leave now. <laughs> just go, oh, that's my closet. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> he just walked into my closet. Hold on. Dude, that gets me every time. It gets me every bye, time. Bye. Bye, Drew. Great, great show. Close okay. It. I can read the notes, I think. Should we end bye. with a ridiculous song? Oh, I thought that was. No, we can end anytime. No